Evening folks, this is Jesse Cope. We're going to do a short little special episode of the American Soul podcast this evening. I'm going to take one of our little walks and I hope that y'all are doing well. Uh, as always, I want to thank y'all for spending a little bit of time with me here. Uh, thank y'all especially that are sharing and subscribing to the podcast and thank y'all that are giving me feedback as well. Uh, it means a great deal. We've got 4th of July coming up and although I know that today is the 3rd of July, we're going to go ahead and post this in the hope that maybe a few people will see it, hear it today and tomorrow and it'll kind of remind us all what our founding faith and principles were right from the very beginning. In true fashion, my black night fighter dog Stella just walked up behind me and scared me half to death so that's going to make this even more interesting I hope y'all are doing well folks I hope y'all have a wonderful 4th of July and so we'll just get right into this got a few things that I would like to just to talk about folks and just to go over to remind us as I said we're going to start with the Declaration of Independence when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. So right from the very beginning, folks, our founders acknowledged that the basis of this was God. And at that time, we've talked about this a little bit, laws of nature and of nature's God, they were talking specifically about God the Father of Jesus Christ. And they continue, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. And there's a lot in between here, folks. I'm cutting out. You can go back and look at it. Look at the list of offenses that they gave, what they felt like the offenses were from the king and from Britain. And I'm going to read a little excerpt in just a minute from that Patriot's Bible that I think kind of sums up how they were feeling. But at the very end, Jefferson and the others that wrote this declaration and then it got approved, right? The Second Continental Congress adopted this on July 4th, 1776. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in General Congress, assembled 
appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Again, folks, they're turning to God right from the very beginning. They're looking for His protection, His guidance, and they're acknowledging that our rights come from God, not from government. These are all huge topics today in our country, and we desperately need to remember them this Independence Day. So the next thing I'd like to read is this excerpt, again, out of the Patriots Bible. This is a commentary. The Declaration of Independence was then written as a proclamation to the world of their reasons for separating from England. But while the Declaration gives a detailed list of legal offenses that England had left unresolved, the Founders saw these as more than isolated wrongs. Rather, they saw them as a part of a predetermined plan to take away their religious liberties and to reestablish the Church of England to rule over their hearts and souls, thus enslaving the colonies. In that light, one understands the power of Patrick Henry's fiery words. Faced with such prospects, the Declaration stated that the American colonists were set to defend the laws of nature and of nature's God words that define the principle upon which the founders stood. The laws of nature were understood to mean the will of God for man as revealed to man's reason. However, because man has fallen and his reason does not always comprehend this law, God gave his law in the Bible to make it absolutely clear. Again, folks, I just feel like this kind of puts into perspective our founders truly felt like they were faced with oppression and evil from England. That there was a concerted effort to enslave them and take away their religious liberties and freedoms and to take away their ability to worship God the Father and Jesus Christ in the manner that they saw fit. And I think it's so important to remember today, again, folks, this, this was not some general deity that they were talking about. This wasn't Allah. This wasn't Buddhism or Hinduism or anything else that so many people today try to say that it was. This was a very specific statement in the Declaration of Independence, our founding document, saying, we feel like we must break these bonds because England is taking away our right to worship God as we see fit. One of the ways we can see how this modern myth of separation of church and state and this modern lie that our founders were just talking about some general or random deity is we can look at follow-on subsequent generations and their comments. And one of the ones that struck me is the Gettysburg Address from Abraham Lincoln and some words that Lincoln said 
while he dedicated this battleground where 51,000 Americans had died. And the reason I think it's so important, folks, is because if you don't see it today, our country is extremely divided. We've been divided at times in the past, but we are extremely divided today. And we have our foundation threatened on so many fronts and not from overseas. Lincoln also talked about this, folks. Our threat, the real danger to us today, it's not from China, it's not from Iran, it's not from anywhere overseas. Our greatest threat today, by far, by far and away, nobody else is even a close second. Our greatest threat are our own, America's own sons and daughters who are working to destroy her foundation. That's by far the greatest threat this Independence Day. And we have got to realize this and really start to live as if that were true because it is true. And if we don't act like that, we're going to wake up one day and we're not going to have an Independence Day to celebrate because that's, that's, that's what's at stake. And so I want to read this little excerpt from Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. And this is just one line, or one sentence, rather. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion, that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. Folks, you can't have freedom and liberty without God. It will not work. You see it time and time again in history. And if we don't start to respect the sacrifice of all those who have come before us for this great nation, we will be the generation that allows that freedom and liberty to disappear from the face of the earth. So as you celebrate this 4th of July with hot dogs and hamburgers and fireworks and parades, remember the real point of Independence Day and remember the truth of our founding our faith and our principles that this is a Christian nation and that if we don't cling to those principles and get back to those principles individually and as a nation we will lose our nation and we will give up the independence and the freedom and the liberty that so many before us have sacrificed so much for. And just as a little side note, folks, and it's not a little side note, as a Christian nation, as a people that have a responsibility to follow the principles of Jesus Christ. We have a responsibility 
to follow God's commands rather than men's. Our founders understood this deeply. And it was a large part of the movement leading up to our revolution. They looked at what England was doing. They saw it as evil. And they realized that they not only had a right, but a responsibility to stand up against that evil and to obey God rather than man. That's a huge part of our history, of our heritage, of our Independence Day. I hope that y'all have a wonderful Independence Day weekend. I hope that you remember these words that started our country, that our founders fought and died for, and that subsequent generations fought and died for. I hope you pass them on to your children if you have them, your grandchildren, nieces and nephews. And at some point, folks, spend a little time remembering this over the weekend. And thank God that you have the honor of living here and of being part of another great generation that will stand up and defend liberty and freedom for future generations. I don't close with this very often, folks. But God bless you all, and God bless our country.